0: Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. Gosh, it's been a crazy few weeks, and now it's budget season, not to mention the height of leasing season. To say we all have a full plate is an understatement. I'm certain of it. As I tooled around for the last couple weeks with some of my busiest travel in a really long time, I had the opportunity to do some self-reflection. Some of it, is not very pretty, but most of it really was a great reminder. In the midst of the chaos, it's really easy for people to throw in their two cents, and quite frankly, most of the time that's just really annoying because we are so busy and have so much going on, it's often hard to even absorb. But if we approach with an open mind, we might just find the lesson or advice a little helpful. Often when we don't want to receive said advice, it's because we are in our own way too. The last 60 days, that might have just been me, but you all know when things are not going right, I'm the first to say, what could I do better or what ownership do I have? Thankfully, over the last few weeks, I did just that and have a few key takeaways. I'm glad it hit me like a ton of bricks, but quite possibly were just the things I needed to somewhat navigate the last two weeks with a little bit of grace through all the demands. As I reflected over the last few months, my takeaways were, one, run your own race. Comparison is the thief of confidence. Whoa, this one gets me every time. As I started working with Christina Watts a year ago, I quickly noticed her gift is confidence. And when you drill down into confidence or the lack thereof, you realize that comparison and competition will quickly rob you of your confidence. That's why it becomes crucial to run your own race, head down, laser focus, because if you let outside influences cloud your judgment, it could potentially be a derailment. Now, don't get too technical on me. I am not saying that you won't have team members or support. We aren't put on this green earth to tackle it all by ourselves. But what I am saying is if you start comparing your journey to someone else's, you will erode your confidence a little bit each time and potentially look up and be empty handed. Number two, my slowdown can look different than yours. Some might say this is what I tell myself to make it through the day, but I wholeheartedly believe because our goals look different, so can our slowdown. People say find life balance, and then I just heard there's a new saying this week about blending something, but we'll have to figure that out at another time. I might not need a full weekend or a full week's vacation to recharge my batteries, I might just need windows down, loud music on the way to the convenience store to get a Diet Dr Pepper. That might be all I need, or a few hours on the beach in silence or with a good book like Colleen Hoover's Ugly Love. That might just fill my bucket enough to keep it rolling. Number 3, slow down. Because my slow down might look a little different than yours. You will not hear me tell you or anyone else to slow down or to find your balance. Quite frankly, it irritates me when people tell me that. We are all in a different place. And who am I to tell you what you need unless you specifically ask me? Having kids was the best reminder of this. Dang it, I don't always want all the advice, especially when I don't ask for it. But with that said, I have learned over the last several months to find a slowdown. Even if that just means I'm working on a task, um, finding a slowdown that is catered to what I need in that moment or week. Again, it is listening to what you need and what your body is telling you know yourself and what you can push through. For example, I needed to finish this podcast last night, but despite trying a few of my tricks to wake up and push through, I was still so tired and knew my brain was not in a place to make it last night. I also am not a morning person unless I have to be on the 6 a.m. Delta flight to Atlanta and definitely not a get up and work at 4 a.m., but to deliver at my best, I knew I needed to get up early this morning to finish, so I made it happen. I knew I couldn't do it last night, so I went to bed at 10 and got up at 5, and here we are. But only you can know when and how this slowdown needs to take place. Just don't worry if yours looks different than everyone else's. Remember, we are running our own race. Number four, find your balance. Again, I guess there might be a better way to say this or a new fad or how to do it better, but let's stick to what we know for now. I'm not sure I even like this saying anymore, but as I struggled through mounting to-do lists the last several months while planning a girls event for the nonprofit and gearing up to host my first ever women's event in power in Nashville in October, to say I was drowning is an understatement. At times, I still don't even know where to turn or what item holds the top priority. Today, my list have lists. A while back, I shared that I take my running to-do list and now have a high-priority list to ensure that I am prioritizing correctly. It's honestly been a game-changer. But the thing that has been life-changing, I stole from my life coach. It's going to be her first bestseller one day. I just know it. But Christina Watts told me several months ago to prioritize by asking myself, what is going to make me most proud tomorrow? What are the things that if I accomplish today will make me proud tomorrow? And you honestly can stretch that out further than tomorrow. Every day I set my intention this way to ensure I don't get sucked into the email whack-a-mole hole. This is my balance because I also include personal growth and personal commitments. Associated with being a mom, a wife, and a daughter. I do need to add friend to that list. And listen, I don't always get it right. You know I'm often sliding in sideways, but I have a lot I've gotten a lot better at doing this and I have a better chance when I start out my day in an intentional way. Number five, it might just be a season. As I write this, perhaps some of this just really has too much to do with what everyone else thinks. Perhaps if you just run your own race, you can skip everything else. But if you find yourself in this unsustainable churn, but you know your goals and intentions are aligned with what is going to make you proud tomorrow or in the future, then this still really counts. You can remember this is just a season. The 16-hour workday will not last forever, but I suggest setting some parameters. Are you pulling double duty somewhere? Again, set a timeline, but as things get tough, think about the end goal and that this too will not last forever. For me, I know I can't keep this pace forever, but I also know that once I've hosted power, I will enter a new season, See, chasing goals and dreams come with grit and determination. When it's your goal and not somebody else's, it's easy for them to chime in because they just don't get it. And that's okay. Keep chasing that dream and know it's only a season. Number six, ask for help. For me, this might have been the biggest slap in the face reminder. You just can't do it all and neither can I. Every time I try to do it on my own, I come up short. There's no shame in asking for help. I honestly think it shows true leadership skills, and it's a reminder how much further we can go together than by ourselves. Don't let pride get in the way either. Again, no shame in that game. Take whatever you are working on to the next level and save yourself from failing at that particular task or in my case event and do whatever is needed. Just ask for the help. I promise you will be glad you did it. Number seven, don't give up. When things seem just too hard and the weight of the world seems unbearable, No, it is you in your own way and fear just talking. Fear can paralyze us and keep us from doing great things. Whatever you do, just don't give up. You have to find a way to take action, even if it is just the smallest step forward. Just take it. Can you imagine you have come this far for then just to get in your own way? The negative self-talk creeps in and you just give up. No way. That's not what makes us proud tomorrow or next year. Keep moving, even if you have to crawl. But whatever you do, don't give up. Sometimes even the smallest things are hard, but you can do it, and I'm here to help. Number eight, find the way. We were all made for more and times can get so tough and just seem like the rat race won't end. But if it's your dream or your goal or your name on the line, we have to find a way to pull up our bootstraps and just make it happen. Just make it not an option. There's no other way but to find one. Quitting is not an option. Walking away is not an option. Throwing in the towel is not an option failing is not an option. So where does that leave us? Buckle up, baby, because one way or another, we are going to get across that mountain. You might need a cheerleader, a life coach, a mentor, or even a piece of chocolate cake. But again, make it happen. Even if you have to scale back or regroup, there is always a way. Maybe you don't find yourself on my same journey, but my guess is you can relate some level to most of my eight recent lessons. As always, I'm so thankful for each of you and your support of the podcast, and I'll see you back here next week.